Freakers, Tweakers, Thrill Freakin' Seekers, welcome back to another great freaking hilarious freaking uh, our weekend review on WAYO LP Freakin' Rochester. My name is Freakin' Taylor, the same man Freakin' Lofton, and with me, as always, is Freakin' Doug Jordan to my freaking left via Freakin' Satellite Freakin' New York. Then coming from the great Freakin' Cold North Canada, Sandy the same man Freakin' Farkas joins us. And coming from a Freakin' Sex Dungeon of Freakin' Self Freakin' Prostitution, we have Freakin' Tadia Freakin' Richer coming up to Freakin' Rear. Weakers, tweakers, thrill seekers, and the freaking panel. Start your engines. This is freaking our week of freaking review. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. My name is Taylor, the same man freaking Lofton, as I said before, and as I always say, because it's my freaking name. Weakers, tweakers, we are into the third, fourth week. I can't even remember. Fifth week, sixth week. It's just going to keep going on forever. Everybody knows what I'm talking. The virus. It's got a hold of us. And by this time, I have concluded that this is a every man for themselves freaking situation. And geez Louise, down on my knees, I'm very freaking nervous. But I plunge forth like a man in search for a freaking nipple. A search for nature's nectar. Yes, the beautiful juice that comes from the breast. Milk. Or like Doug Jordan going for a freaking pair of freaking balls, weakers and tweakers. Jeez Louise, down on my knees. I didn't want to go there this quickly, but it's out there. We have a great freaking show for you. Full of freaking news, views, discussions. We got a segment in there. We also have to talk about our week. So without further freaking ado, Doug Jordan, how you doing? How you been? And how freaking are you? Uh, yeah, uh, I'm not horny. I wish you would stop asking me that every week. Uh, I have to say it every single week, but you know, I'm okay. I'm not great, but I'm doing all right. The thing about asking you how you are is that God knows I am just waiting for the day that you freaking come out and admit it. That you say, listen, world, this is me. Take a look at me. My arms are open. I'm flesh and blood. And with God as my freaking witness above, I want people to see me for who I am. Just the goddamn h**tiest man that ever freaking lived, and God bless you, and we love you for it, and that's why you're here. Doug knows best. Uh, oh yeah, okay. I mean, I'm not gonna say I'm on the radio, but I guess I understand where you're coming from. And that's the beautiful thing about this virus. It's bringing us all together, and it's bringing the truth out. And God bless you, and how was your week? Uh, week was pretty rough. Uh, a friend of mine, uh, tested positive for the virus. So, uh, you know, I'm pretty upset about that. And I, I hope, uh, don't, don't freaking tell me. I hope he can pull through. Don't tell me it's Sunjay, isn't it? Yeah. Sunjay, uh, Sunjay tested positive for COVID-19. So, oh my God. Oh my God. I can't even, but he's going to be okay. He's going to be able to pull through. How bad is it? Doug Jordan, don't don't just be straight with me. I mean, he he's probably going to be fine. He, he's in good health. He's a normal guy. He's just got to stay inside. Oh, my God. He's a goner. I can't even do it. I can't. Weakers, tweakers, thrill seekers. This is coming out live on the freaking air. You're hearing it first here. And I can't believe I love Sunjay. And I've always loved Sunjay. If you try his barbecue bakaziti, you would love him too. And weakers and tweakers know best. Doug Jordan, I'm so sorry for your inevitable loss. And if you could, if there, you have any way of contacting him and sending him my love and my prayers. And how are you doing? And geez, always down on my knees. How are you? And I, I don't know what I'm freaking saying. Uh, no, I'm, I'm doing fine. I'm just, I'm, I'm worried about him. He, he's my friend, you know, uh, hopefully he can pull through. Like I said, he's in pretty good health. He's not in one of the, uh, categories of the people that are in danger. So I think he's just got to stay inside and then get over the freaking virus. Uh, his whole family is probably going to freaking get it, but, but I'm okay. And, uh, again, I'm not a and I wish you would stop asking me that. I've always thought of Sunjay as more of a bachelor. I didn't know he had a family. Yeah, no, he also has a wife and kids. God, Actually, you met them at yeah, my Christmas party. I know. It doesn't change the way I think about him, and I love him. And Sunjay, if you're out there freaking listening, please call 513-914-6201. That's the R Week hotline, and we will do an on-air freaking prayer for you. And I might do one by the end of the freaking show. Impromptu freaking style. Doug Jordan, I am so sorry. And maybe we need to do a roundtable panel discussion about Sunjay and how he got the virus. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how he got it. Probably going to a store or something. I think you know how he got it, Doug. Sexually. Yeah, but I don't think the virus is sexually transmitted. Uh, I, you are absolutely incorrect. Uh, the freaking COVID-19 is absolutely, uh, can be freaking transmitted freaking sexually. Yeah. 
Yeah. I can I can see you starting to beginning to freaking sweat. And now I'm worried about you, Doug. And I think Weakers and Tweakers understand my freaking my freaking worry and concern because you have been for Weakers and Tweakers out there who may not know this by now. Uh, Doug Jordan has been carrying on a freaking deeply passionate sexual relationship with Sunjay, and God bless him for it. And we all celebrate that here at WAYO LGBTQ Rochester. And now I'm just so freaking concerned that you may have gotten it through his seed transfer of his seed or perhaps saliva or maybe yeah, even um, just rubbing his freaking in on your freaking in or rubbing his on your or that freaking frothy freaking discharge that freaking builds up when a man penetrates another man through a or a mixture of a freaking yeah yeah no we don't have sex with each other uh, we're just friends i've never rubbed my on his or my and on his or done any of those things that you just mentioned. Uh, he's just a friend of mine and the co-host of my show, uh, Doug Knows Best. So. Yep, they've never done any of those things. They've only ever made love. And we freaking wish you the freaking best. And uh, and Doug, may I be the first one to say it, I am freaking sorry for your loss. And may God have mercy on your soul and, and both your houses. This has taken a dark turn, weakers and tweakers, and I didn't see this coming. Doug Jordan didn't warn me. Doug, you have to warn me about these sort of things. I'm very sensitive. I mean, I sent you a message. I said, hey, guys, I sent all of you a group message. I said, hey, Sanjay uh, might have gotten the virus. I didn't tell everybody about that before the show started. So because he said, hey, will you please come in the studio today? And I said, eh, maybe I shouldn't. Sanjay has the virus. So maybe I should just take, you know, keep doing it from satellite New York. Teddy a freaking richer. How you doing? How you been? And how freaking are you? Uh, thank you for asking. I've been um, okay. I'm doing much worse than I was about five minutes ago before I found out that Sunjay tested positive for COVID-19. And uh, also, I'm freaking hoarder than ever. Probably hoarder than Doug Jordan, especially now that his freaking lover has tested positive. And Doug, let me be the first to give you my sincere condolences for your inevitable loss. And God bless you. Um, my week has been interesting. As everybody knows, I've been kind of playing male nurse to uh, all of the freaking prostitutes or excuse me, models here at the freaking home that I work at. And you know what? Honestly, it's I've come to realize and I don't know if you guys have picked up on this. This might not be the best environment to be hanging out in. So yeah. I don't know. I, I, I really... I'm thinking it might be just a good idea for me to maybe get out of town for a little bit until this whole thing freaking blows over. I'm just freaking scared to do so. The thing is, where is it that you actually freaking live? Um, because I know that you always call in from Satellite New York and it just always says undisclosed location. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm in, in terms of the geography, which yeah. is, of course, the seventh category of the eighth category system analysis, I'm unsure of where it is that you are geographed. Um, you know what? I've just been, I've, I'd love to tell you, I'd love to freaking tell you where exactly I am. All I can freaking say is out West. And that's about as specific as I can freaking get. Because if I tell you where I'm located, they're going to freaking pinpoint the exact location of this house. And we're all going to be freaking out of a job because the feds are going to come in here and bust up the place. God bless you. And I hate to see you leave that job because you're doing the freaking Lord's work and God bless every effort that you've made yeah. to keep people entertained and sane during this difficult time. And I just... Well, I mean, if I leave, my boss might freaking come after me. So I don't know. It's still up in the air. Yeah. Yeah. Sandy, the same man, freaking Farkas. How you doing? How you been? And how freaking are you? And welcome back. Uh, uh, thank you. Um, well, to answer your freaking first question, Lisa freaking Dickens. And to follow that up, I'd like to quickly be the first one to sort of issue my freaking uh, formal freaking condolences uh, to freaking Doug Jordan as far as his impending loss goes. Uh, Doug, wish you the freaking best and may freaking Sunjay forever be uh, freaking late. Be, may he be with you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Maybe we're all feeling that. May he will always uh, be in your heart. Excuse me. What? I just said I wanted to be the second to the first the first set person to do it this for the second time. I want to be so my condolences, Doug Jordan, and we love you. And God bless and you. was a hell of a man, made a hell of a freaking bucket of ZD. He, he though I could never understand a word he was saying. He told the he always told the freaking funniest stories, uh, and that may be have been because I had no idea what he was freaking saying. No. Guy doesn't speak a freaking word of freaking English, uh, and I liked his fake little family that he always brought around in tow to make it seem as though he wasn't um, in an official courtship with you, and that was just the nicest thing that he could have done, uh, especially for your wife. 
wife who was in the in the room many of the freaking times. I'd like to be the first to freaking acknowledge freaking uh, Sunjay's freaking death, um, impending or or factual. Uh, and Doug, I'm sorry for your freaking loss. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know if I if I mentioned the first answer to the first part. I am freaking. Yeah, yes, you did, and God bless you. And how was your week? Let me tell you, boy, oh boy, this was a freaking wild one. Uh, For weakers and tweakers who may not have listened last week, Sandy the Sandman had taken a trip down from the great cold North Canada, snuck into the United States of freaking America, down to Rochester, LP freaking Rochester, where he met up with me, and he had a plan to abscond with a great-grandfather freaking clock, the centerpiece of my freaking group home's living room, in order to sell and then pay for a giant freaking crystal ball that he broke at at the home of his freaking gay freaking roommates, Pat and John Doker, and their freaking husbands. Yeah, last week I briefly mentioned that. Um, so uh, after we recorded the freaking show, uh, Doug was freaking kind enough to let us freaking borrow his truck. Though reluctant he was, we were able to freaking wear him down uh, yet again. Yeah. Uh, and, and this time was a freaking time for the freaking books. So wouldn't you freaking believe it? We got freaking me, freaking Doug, my freaking dog, David, all in the bed of the freaking truck. We freaking pull up to the freaking Taylor's group home. Taylor's woken up freaking Arnold in the freaking dead of the night. Arnold is freaking doing his thing, being absolutely freaking hilarious. We hoist this freaking grandfather clock into the freaking bed of the truck. And then and then Doug says, I got to get you out of here. I don't feel comfortable with this. I, I don't feel comfortable with blah, blah, blah. Usual freaking Doug freaking shtick. And guess what? We get all the way to the freaking border of the U.S. and Canada, and they refuse to let me freaking back in. I can't cross the freaking border. No. Yeah. So I said, I told the Doug, I said, I said, Doug, look, I'm sorry. It has to be, it comes down to this, but I got to freaking stay with you. I got to bunk up in the freaking garage uh, with you. Uh, he, he said, please. I he said, please, there has to be another way. And I said, no, there isn't. There's no one, Doug. So basically, I go back to Doug's place after freaking telling him it's got to be this way. I freaking set up the grandfather clock in his garage. I let the dog out. And Doug goes in to take a freaking snooze. And wouldn't you believe it? The freaking teeniest, tiniest little freaking comes crawling out of that freaking grandfather clock. It's freaking little Larry. Little Larry is one of freaking Taylor's freaking cohorts uh, and freaking inmates of the freaking group home. And he mentioned to me that he like he loves to play around the grandfather clock. And it's the craziest freaking thing. This guy pops out in the middle of the freaking night, scares me half to freaking death. And because of freaking quarantine, I'm stuck with him. I'm living in freaking Doug's garage with my freaking dog, David, and this freaking little teeny tiny freaking that I freaking have no idea who he is. Freaking little Larry. And geez Louise down on my knees. They have been looking for freaking Larry. The remainder of the staff, those that have not fallen to COVID, those who have not return to home. Those who are living with us, the staff. I'm talking about Mrs. Malfour and Mrs. Washbasher. And they're both freaking, they are very freaking worried about him. And they're very freaking angry at me because they think I have something to do with him. And I tried to convince them otherwise because I had nothing to do with it. I didn't tell the little tiny Larry to get into the freaking clock. I never have and I never would. And he often go climbs in there and they're wondering where that goddamn clock is. And I said, geez, always down on my knees. I had nothing to freaking do with it. Check the freaking tapes. And they say, you know, we don't have security footage from the freaking middle of the freaking living room in the freaking group home. I said, geez Louise, down on my knees, whose freaking problem is that? You got a bunch yeah. of freaking crazy people here. You need to have cameras everywhere you can look. I got a freaking firebug living in my room ready to set me ablaze. The thing was, you could have freaking asked me if there were any freaking cameras in the freaking living room because, of course, as Uyghurs and Tweakers probably assumed already, I broke into the freaking AV room and freaking stole every damn tape I could find. And God bless you. Man, a whole handful of freaking hard drives and freaking floppy disks and, and what have yous as well. Uh, Just and, and, let me and, say and, one thing. Do sure. not watch the footage from room number three. Please. By God, do not watch it. Then that's all I have to say. And weakers into and make sure you destroy that tape. That tape needs to go up in flames if Doug Jordan's shed has to burn again. So be it. Yeah, no one, no one's burning down my shed again. Doug, did you know that he had a freaking living in your garage? No, actually, that is a surprise to me because that tiny person is very quiet. I just thought it was him and and the dog in the garage. Well, well, remember freaking earlier today when I said, when I phoned you and I said, I need some equipment to do the show from your freaking garage. And then I'm, when you're like, I'll be right out. I got some things lying around. You came down the stairs and I remembered, I said, little, I said, Larry, back in the clock. And I, and I shoot him over into the freaking clock. And then you stood out there with me for about freaking 45 minutes setting everything up. And he was in the clock the whole time. I think he's still in there right now. Yeah, he is. For one thing, Weakers and Tweakers and Doug Jordan and Sandy and everyone should be aware. He is also, not only is he a he's also mentally ill. That's the only way you get into this freaking group home. Is with a doctor's note saying you're mentally freaking unstable and unable to take care of your freaking self. So much so that you have to live in a freaking house run by Mrs. Malfour and Mrs. Warshbasher. And God bless him, and I think they got something going on this side, but I haven't been able to freaking figure it out or pin it down. 
So I can't believe that you are. This has all come out on the air, and it's absolutely freaking hilarious. And I'm so freaking hot and f-ing just thinking about the hilariousness of this freaking situation and the fact that Jesus weaves down on my knees. You are almost in a bigger pickle than you were when before you even freaking left. And uh, who's I'm feeding those cats? I'm I'm in I'm in a huge freaking pickle. Uh, one, yes, you're right. Who is freaking feeding the freaking cats? Part freaking two. They'll be freaking home soon, and they're gonna find that the freaking crystal ball is freaking shattered and been tried to freaking glued back together with freaking Elmer's glue and glue sticks. And then and then they're also gonna find out that there was a dog li- living in the house because I was letting letting him freaking shit all over the place because I didn't want to clean it. And he didn't clean any of that before you left. No, absolutely. I thought, I'd be, I thought I'd be freaking back by now, and then now also I've got a freaking fugitive, freaking little teeny tiny mentally impaired freaking m- broke out of a freaking institution. Freaking Doug's been having sex with Sunjay. He's got the freaking virus, I and mean, he was helping me and him were freaking in the garage earlier, freaking setting this whole rig up. Uh, to, to say I'm in a pickle is putting it freaking lightly. I may be dead where I freaking stand. Yeah, yeah. Well, either way, Weakers, Tweakers, Thrill Seekers, we got a great freaking hilarious freaking episode full of freaking our week's news and discussions. But before we move on, we have to get to something, something very freaking important. And Weakers, Tweakers, Thrill Seekers, those of you out there know that this is the time, the time when we are socially distanced to get the quarantine blues. And weakers and tweakers, the quarantine blues are when you're hanging out all alone and Jeez Louise down on my knees, you start getting freaking lonely, you start feeling freaking down. And Jeez Louise, there is a system that we have to fight the freaking quarantine freaking blues. And that's the freaking our week's 10 tips for the quarantine blues. And the list is provided by Thievery Girl or theeverygirl.com, either way. So without freaking further at freaking do, Jeez Louise down on my knees. The first one on the freaking list, we're going to do this in a roundtable panel discussing, is envision your happy place. So go to that place where you envision it, wherever it is in your mind, and enjoy yourself. Whatever it may be, we want to start with Doug Jordan. Doug, why don't you go ahead and tell Weakers, Tweakers out there what your freaking happy place would look like. Uh, yeah, I guess my happy place would be a beach somewhere uh, with a palm tree and there's a barbecue. Yeah. And I'm and I'm just freaking and I'm barbecuing. Are you drinking? Yeah, I got I got a freaking beer. What kind of beer is it? Is it Corona? Yeah, I I was going to say Corona and then I was like, well, maybe I shouldn't because the virus. But no, I would be a freaking Corona. And your wife and your child are nowhere in sight. No, it's just me alone with my grill. And my beer. And a palm tree. Maybe a jet ski? Maybe. Wait, wait, wait in, in, where are we in this freaking scenario? Are we on our you, way? You're at your own freaking happy place. The, you, you guys have your own happy place. I have my own freaking happy place. Okay, so I'm alone with my barbecue and my beer and my palm tree. And you are nowhere to be found. And soon Jay is in heaven looking down at you? No, he's not even freaking there either. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I guess we gotta. I guess we gotta go easy on Doug this week. He's going through something. Yeah. And, and well, we love you. Fa- I mean, to be fair, his freaking lover is on the verge of freaking death. And Doug, let me be the first to freaking offer my condolences to you. And I hope Sunjay finds the peace that he deserves. Yeah. That's the truth. Freaking Tadia, freaking Risher. Would you like to tell us about your envisioned freaking happy place in your mind's eye? Yeah, I know a lot of people probably think I'm going to say a sex dungeon or a YMCA or a freaking toilet. Um, But the fact of the matter is um, I really just want to get back in the freaking kitchen and start baking again. Maybe make a a whole fresh batch of cookies or my God. This is the story of King Midas. You don't know what you got until it's freaking gone. Yeah, well... I think you're right where you freaking need to be is what I'm freaking saying. Although I would like to see you all sudsed up and playing in the dough like Mickey in the Night Freaking Kitchen. And can you describe what that would be like in your happy place? You know what? I don't think I could describe how that would be in my happy place. It kind of sounds oddly specific to maybe what you're thinking of. Sandy the Sandman freaking Farkas, would you like to describe in your mind's eye your freaking happy place? Uh, you know, I, I, I've had a lot of time to think about this. Uh, 2019 was a freaking rough year, maybe for all of us. Yeah. Yeah, but freaking especially freaking me. Yeah. Yeah, so I had a lot of time to freaking think about what my freaking happy place would be. And 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 I'm especially thinking about it now when freaking 2020 is up to such a rough start. And here I am freaking sharing a garage with a dog and a freaking psychotic little m- And Doug Jordan is only freaking 20 feet away from me, freaking trying to make love to his wife. 
because his boyfriend is dying. And I think that my freaking happy place is a freaking simple place. It's obviously behind the wheel of a freaking golf cart, drunk as the freaking Dickens on a freaking bottle of brown. Yeah. Taylor, you're probably freaking sitting next to me telling me how freaking hilarious I'm being. Yeah. Doug, you're in the back, and normally you'd be complaining a little bit, but I got you a freaking wine cooler or something, so freaking your freaking judgment's out the windows. That's all it freaking takes. And Taylor Reacher, even though I freaking have never freaking met you personally, um, I'd like to think that you'd be there as well. Maybe bringing up the caboose with freaking Doug Jordan next to you. And we're in a parade. And is it a parade? It's the hardest freaking parade you've ever seen, and we're the grand freaking finale. And a freaking golf cart is attached to freaking fireworks, and they're freaking blasting off in the freaking background. That's my freaking happy place. And is there any barbecue? Of course, there's barbecue. That's where we're going. That's where the whole freaking parade is heading to freaking Doug Jordan's backyard, where freaking Stugats and freaking Sunjay and freaking the ghosts of freaking David and freaking Daniel are all freaking waiting for us, and 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 we're all ready to have a freaking the greatest freaking party the world has ever freaking known. Man, that's absolutely beautiful. But un- unfortunately, you stole mine. So I was going to say the exact same thing. Absolutely freaking hilarious. So uh, for number two on the our week's 10 tips for quarantine blues is try some yoga or breath work. And I have absolutely no idea what this freaking means, but I'll say what I would freaking do. A breath work for me is when you hyperventilate yourself as you're freaking playing with yourself to achieve a maximum freaking work. And geez louise down on my knees I know all I'm freaking about that And it is a simple procedure to do And I can't tell you to do it on the radio Because I will get kicked off the freaking air But geez louise down on my knees I'm sure that if a simple Google search Would produce directions on how to freaking do it safely Alone The way it's meant to be done Doug Jordan, why don't you go with number three? Uh, create your own defunct playlist. Uh, so a playlist that gets you out of the freaking quarantine blues. What would be on your freaking list? Oh man, uh, I don't, I don't know. Uh, maybe Beatles. I put the Beatles on there. Uh, that one song, I'm so tired. That's, that song. That sounds like a song that puts you right in the quarantine blues. By the way. We, yeah, gotta right. go, we gotta go easy on Doug. He's going through something. And we're trying to get this. Is, we made this list to help you, ostensibly, really, because we didn't know. We thought maybe you get the blues, and now we know more than ever. So, geez Louise, Tady Risher, help Doug Jordan come up with a playlist. What would give me one song that would be on your list? Absolutely. And Doug, I think you freaking know what I'm about to say. Um, and that is one of the best songs that that gets people pumped up and excited and they want to get out on the dance floor. And that song is, you guess it, 2000s Baja Men hit wonder who let the freaking dogs out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a good choice. I do. I, I would love the, that to be on my playlist. Look at that. He's freaking he's freaking smiling just like that. He's freaking turning around. Yeah. And Doug, by yeah. the end of this freaking show, if we don't have you freaking celebrating Sunjay's death right, right with us, then my job has failed. So, geez Louise, we're, we're off to a good start. Sandy, he's the same not going to die. Enough. Sandy the Sandman Fargus, what would be the next song? Song number two on the playlist, uh, then Doug Jordan's Quarantine Blues. This is a freaking obvious freaking choice. Uh, though I know there are a lot of good freaking songs that Doug is a huge freaking fan of. This one, I think, will will we'll have no freaking arguments from freaking anybody. Um, that includes freaking Uyghurs and Tweegers and maybe even freaking Mayo Tarts. I would definitely include on the playlist freaking Dude Looks Like a Lady by freaking Aerosmith. Absolutely. And, and, it, and it would be recommended that you go ahead and you freaking, if that's the one to play, if you ever need to freaking vacuum up the freaking your house real quick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then I'll bring in the third song for you, Doug. And it's obviously, it's the song is a great freaking song by freaking Madonna. It's called When I Think About You, I Touch Myself. And geez louise down on my knees. It's, an, in my mind, an ode to your wife. And I want to take it easy on you. So I don't want to mention too many things to upset you. But geez louise down on my knees. That song, if there's not a song that brings you out of the freaking quarantine blues and is more perfectly fit at the la- as the last song on the freaking playlist, by the time that song rolls around, you should be feeling all just fine. And you and you're set and you should be feeling yourself just fine too with your hand and maybe a bed sheet over you and jesus in a sock off your foot and maybe onto a piece of you that is not your freaking foot if you know what i mean so moving on to number three it is welcome certain distractions and i think this one's obvious play with yourself, play with yourself. distract just distract. yourself yeah. yes yeah so doug when you think of sanjay i mean obviously when you think of sanjay you probably play with yourself anyhow and just when you start getting sad thinking of sanjay try and play with yourself and think about a time that you guys spent together that you had a good freaking time maybe that time that you went to the beach and were barbecuing with him that you described earlier Number five, use an online resource. Don't know what that means. Probably Google search. You know, Google search a song to play or Google search a place you might want to visit. 
And number six, make someone else's freaking day. Freaking Sandy the Sandman Farkas, how would you go about making someone else's freaking day? A very special no day. No idea. I mean, you are basically in the care of two dogs right now. One is a little tiny mentally ill human being, and the other one is an actual freaking canine freaking dog. And geez, always down on my knees. I'm sure you make both their days every day a very special freaking day. So without further freaking ado, explain to weakers and tweakers out there how you make their freaking day and how you make their days so special. Uh, well, I guess mm, what I would do for the dog is, uh, although I haven't seen the dog, I also haven't spent much time inside uh, Doug's actual home but last i knew he had a freaking dog so maybe i'd go in there sneak a couple of freaking treats and come back and freaking feed it to him yeah and maybe yeah. maybe bring a couple of uh, treats for little larry little larry seems to smile when i look at him uh so that might be all i need to do uh, as, as far as i'm i have to i've been meaning to freaking ask you are you the only person at your freaking group home that is capable of talking or everyone I, everyone i've met there freaking mute as the freaking tickets can't say a freaking word For weakers and tweakers, I have described myself before as basically the king of the group home over there, and that is not me using false flagration. I am basically the ringleader until Arnold gets freaking mad, and that day, I feel, is coming soon. Though many of them don't speak, some of them speak, but you won't be able to have a conversation with any of them. None of them. I could. I would bring them all on the freaking show if I could bring them on here. And some of them do speak, but only the sickest of sick ideas would pour out of their evil little freaking mouths. And little Larry, I have heard him speak before, but it is not in a language of this earth. It is in a language of the sick mind. A guttural growl and maybe a high-pitched squeal. And then something that sounds kind of like Indian music, and I can't really describe it. Be careful with little Larry, because he did—he used to take a freaking mouthful of freaking pills at once in the morning, once in the afternoon, and once before bed. So I would be, if he's not taking those pills, I don't know what's going to happen. I haven't known him that long. Uh, let's see. Number seven, be creative. Do a freaking radio show. That one's freaking obvious. Number yeah. eight, connect with friends and family. Also do a freaking radio show. Number nine, be okay with feeling okay. Not a whole lot to that one. I don't even know what that means. And number 10, focus on yourself. And I think we all know what that means. Tadia Risher, you can probably describe it best. Uh, play with yourself. Yeah, play, play with, yourself. with yourself. Play with yourself. So, weakers, tweakers, thrill seekers, we got a great freaking show for you. If you want to call in, uh, our number is 513-914-6201. That's the Our Week Freaking Hotline. Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. You also might get put on blast, but you might get a freaking prize or two. Without freaking further ado, our week's news and discussions starts freaking now. Last week, Selena Gomez revealed that she is bipolar during a reunion with Miley Cyrus, according to People. The two former Disney stars chatted during Cyrus's Instagram show, Bright Minded. During the conversation, the topic of Gomez's mental health came up. Quote, Recently, I went to one of our best mental hospitals in America. I realized that I was bipolar, Gomez said. So when I got to know more information, it actually helps me. It doesn't scare me once I know it. The pair also discussed the topic of connecting with people. Cyrus said, The watershed moment came by way of a butterfly emoji. Quote, I'm just really happy that we did this new DM. It was very sweet because you just sent me a butterfly emoji, Cyrus told Gomez. And that's enough. Connecting with people and letting them know that you're there. A butterfly emoji is totally enough. So, geez Louise, down to my knees, sounds like they're both probably mentally insane because that didn't make a lick of freaking sense. Doug Jordan, explain to weakers and tweakers what the freaking butterfly emoji says if sent through some sort of textual message or on a freaking uh, social media. Uh, okay, let me think here. So, uh, if a butterfly starts out as a caterpillar, uh, then it enters freaking chrysalis, uh, it hardens up, and then when it comes out, it's a freaking butterfly. So, if I'm looking into the subtext here, when freaking Gomez said that to freaking Cyrus, she was probably uh, saying, you're blooming into a butterfly. Did anybody else stop listening when he said harden up? I usually harden up before I enter Chrysalis, Doug, not after. No. Yeah, God bless you. And, and she's always down on my knees. Maybe I think that's more what she's freaking talking about. Yeah. And I stopped listening when you said Chrysalis. 
Last week, a Washington state man who was arrested after leading police on a high-speed chase faces several driving charges, though he may not have been behind the wheel, according to the Huffington Post. During the chase, the 51-year-old unidentified man is said to have reached speeds of 109 miles per hour, hit two vehicles, and drove along a pedestrian trail before police were able to stop the vehicle using spike strips. When the officer reached the driver's side door of the 1996 Buick, they found the man's pet pit bull behind the wheel. One officer reported seeing the pit bull in the driver's seat with the suspect handling the wheel during the chase. According to official reports, the man told state police officers that he was trying to teach his dog how to drive. The suspect faces charges including DUI, reckless driving, hit and run, and felony eluding. Absolutely freaking hilarious. Sandy the Sandman Farkas, this sounds right up your freaking alley. Tell us what's going on here. Um, I mean, there, there's not a whole lot on my mind other than the fact that this is absolutely freaking hilarious. You got a freaking guy, freaking drunk as the Dickens, clearly trying to teach his freaking dog how to drive a freaking automobile. Just damn near funniest thing I've ever heard in my freaking life. Once he could teach the dog how to drive, what possibilities does that open up? Well, it, you have yourself a brand new freaking chauffeur, and and you can go into any freaking bar you'd like, freaking get drunk as the freaking Dickens, and freaking call your dog to come freaking pick you up, and he freaking comes speeding along, you get in the freaking car, and he freaking drives you all the way home, freaking safe and sound. And what better time to teach your freaking dog how to do this than when the freaking bars are freaking closed? To me, this man is not a freaking criminal. He is a freaking innovator and freaking entrepreneur, and I can't wait to get my freaking hands on freaking Doug's truck and teach my dog and to do exactly the same thing. And who knows? Maybe I'll even teach little Larry how to freaking drive. Doug? Yeah, I, I would really appreciate it if you didn't try to teach your dog how to drive or little Larry how to drive in my uh, my truck. So. Wow. Yeah, well, I, I'd be lying if I say I said I hadn't heard that before, but I'm, I'm usually pretty I'm usually pretty easy to freaking convince you. you know? yeah. yeah, you'll just you'll just do it without asking me. So be absolutely freaking hilarious and everybody would freaking love it. And then he's got and then you you need to have your freaking son picked up from school when everything goes back to normal. And the freaking dog goes and does it. And then freaking Sandy, the same man, Farkas, after he taught the freaking dog how to drive, then his dog, Daniel, can freaking start teaching freaking your dog how to freaking drive. And then the dogs will start teaching themselves and every freaking dog will be driving around chasing freaking hot little pieces of tail around the freaking neighborhood. It'd be absolutely freaking hilarious. Also, Doug, why would I freaking ask for your permission if you're going to say no? That's a good point. Yeah. Well, you're, you're just going to do it anyways, even if I say no. That's It, it sounds honestly like we're on the same freaking page. It's funny for me to think that the two of you are in the same property, but in different rooms talking to each other and griping. Yeah, and who knows when that freaking border is going to open up, so my, this might be the freaking living situation for a long, long time, Doug. Yeah, yeah, and God bless you. Last week, Burger King unveiled an addition to their menu that has everybody talking, according to Mashed. With deliveries and drive through windows currently being the only way to get a restaurant-cooked meal, Burger King has spiced up the competition with a limited-time offering. Meet the newest addition to the BK side menu, the Jalapeno Cheddar Bites. These cheesy, crispy, mouth-watering, spicy morsels can be yours for a limited time only. Want to spice up your Whopper? Add a four-piece jalapeno cheddar bite for $1.39, or double down on a box of eight for only $2.79. Burger King, have it your way. Um, kind of sounds like, kind of just sounded like an ad. I mean, that, I mean that's, what we, that's what we wrote at our week studios. It's the copy. You said the freaking slogan and everything. Doug Jordan, take it to the freaking sports desk. What is BK doing with this new introduction of the jalapeno cheddar bites during a time when only fast food chains and drive throughs and delivery restaurants are flourishing? What do you mean, what, what are they doing? What, what, adding, what kind of statement is it? That they're adding something new to their menu. Describe the bites. Uh, apparently they're jalapeno cheddar. I'm assuming they're fried. Uh, they're che they're cheesy, crispy, and mouth-wateringly spicy, and they're uh, for a limited time only. What the hell is going on right now? Yeah, this this what are we talking just feels about? like an ad. Yeah, I don't think this is a story. Well, well no, it's not. You can get a four-piece for a dollar thirty-nine, or if you can double down on a box of eight for only two seventy-nine. And if you gonna, want to, you can add it get to us your in wallet. Trouble, Doug. You're gonna get us in a lot of trouble here. No, this Doug is freaking nailing it right now. The only thing he was supposed to do a freaking introduction to the freaking sports desk. So, Doug, can oh. you just do it in? We'll chop it in there in the right order. So, just do an introduction real quick for me. I didn't know we were still doing those. Uh, 
Hey, this is uh, Doug Jordan. Welcome to the Sports Desk. I'm going to talk to you about the new Burger King Jalapeno Cheddar Bites, only featured at Burger King during this time of crisis. And God bless him for doing that. And thank you. That was absolutely, that was perfect. I don't feel good about that, man. Burger King, have it your way. Last week, a tiger at the Bronx Zoo was the first animal to test positive for the coronavirus in the U.S., according to the New York Daily News. The tiger, a four-year-old cat named Nadia, was tested after coming in contact with an infected staffer at the zoo, Doug Jordan. According to zoo officials, the employee was asymptomatic prior to testing positive for coronavirus. Chief veterinarian at the Bronx Zoo, Paul Call, said that the tiger began showing respiratory symptoms prior to being tested. Three other tigers, one of which is Nadia's sister, and three lions have also shown similar symptoms. So, geez louise, down on my knees, and now freaking, first first thing we knew was fish heads could get it. Now tigers and lions can get it. And, geez louise, I've also heard maybe a bat can freaking get it. And maybe an armadillo. And I'm very freaking nervous. And Doug Jordan, I, you should be very freaking nervous too. Especially with Sunjay freaking out of freaking commission. You're going to turn to your old freaking ways prior to meeting Sunjay. I, what what old ways? I don't want to freaking say it on the air, but uh, you you did say Sandy the Sandman Farkas did say that this could be transmitted freaking sexually, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I don't have sex with animals. I just want to clear that up for everybody that's listening. Listen, nobody's saying you do, and we don't want you to freaking. We're not trying to rival meltdown. Yeah, we know you're going through a lot more than more so than most of us. Aside from me, obviously, I'm going through a lot. I'm, but Doug, uh, I for what were you talking about? You have a, you had what you had. Sex you were with offering that. up condolences to Doug and his loss. Oh yeah, Doug, I'm sorry. Yeah, he's probably gonna pull through. And also, I don't have sex with animals, uh, for the record. Uh, I've been saying that for years now. So what makes also, you, what? The, go ahead. What makes you? No, no, you go ahead. I was just gonna ask what what the hell was up with that freaking Burger King thing earlier. <clears throat> It, geez, Louise, down on my knees. It is a news story. We do news and discussions, and we do sports desk with Doug Jordan. And God bless him, he nailed it. And you're doing great, Doug, and I love you. And I love you like a brother, uh, like a brother loves a sister, and a brother that also loves his mother and his father. And, I, and you're like the brother that I never had, or you're kind of like the brother that I, the imaginary brother that I had that I used to play with myself to, who taught me how to play with myself. He lived in the mirror. My na- imaginary right. brother. Now what is happening? What? And last week, a stark warning from a well-known economist has left financial professionals reeling as the global pandemic threatens to crater the economy, according to CNN. Stephen Moore, who has advised President Donald Trump on the economy, warned radio audiences that the economic lockdown could cause another Great Depression. Quote, if we go much past May 1st, we are facing a potential Great Depression scenario, Moore told host John Casamides, Katsimatidis, how how do you freaking say that name? Katsademius. John Katsademius, AM 970 radio show, The Cats Roundtable. Jeez Louise. Moore continued to warn that the unemployment rate could rise as high as 23%, just under two points lower than the unemployment rate during the Great Depression. So, geez, Louise, down on my knees, we are going to go into a freaking roundtable panel discussing about what would you do during another Great Depression, and we're going to use the freaking eight-category systems analysis. And uh, Sandy the Sandman Farkas, uh, describe for Weakers and Tweakers and the freaking panel what the eight-category systems analysis does. Thank you. Uh, Yeah, I'd be freaking happy to. Uh, And though I don't understand what the news story we just read was about at all, uh, and to me it's starting to seem a little bit like a non-story, I will describe the freaking eight-category system analysis because that is the, the furthest thing from a freaking non-story whatsoever. The eight category systems analysis is an absolutely freaking perfect system developed by freaking uh, Taylor, the freaking Sandman, freaking Lofton as a as a means to uh, reach freaking a uh, freaking concrete concrete c- conclusion on any freaking topic and and in I don't know if I freaking mentioned this previously, but it is a freaking perfect system. So without freaking further ado, we are going to go through the the eight categories one by one. The first one being food, the second being shelter, the third being clothing, the fourth being toilet, the fifth being cars and motorcycles, the sixth being sports, the seventh being geography, and the eighth being miscellaneous, which everyone knows is freaking sex. So without further freaking ad do, what would you do during another Great Depression? Number one, food, Doug Jordan. Uh, 
Yeah, and I would go and try and uh, buy uh, as much food as possible, uh, probably canned food, you know, maybe a, can, a couple cans of soup just to have on hand, canned meat, uh, canned vegetables are all pretty freaking good. What kind of vegetables? Corn. What kind peas. of soup? Jesus Christ, what are we doing here? What is this? I know Doug's going through something, but we can't do this for you two weeks in a row. Well, he was, um, well, you asked me what I would do. I mean, canned food's pretty cheap. That's your so. that's your answer to everything, isn't it, Doug? Freaking canned food and canned soup. Sandy, well, you, Sandy take you it easy. You always start me on food. You start me on food. You know, why, why can't I get the fun one like freaking toilet? Well, okay, or, fine. We'll save toilet for you, but I usually take toilet. But geez louise down my... And that's because the answer is usually diaper. But we're going to skip you for that one. I'll do freaking food. First of all, you're not going to buy canned food because there's going to be no money. And it's all going to be rotten anyhow. And it's all... Or it's going to be vegetables. So nobody wants it. And I know what I would freaking do is I go out and I go to the freaking local freaking baker, freaking Tadia freaking Risher, and I would steal a loaf of freaking bread. And I'd be freaking gouging it down and they would freaking catch me and they'd cut my freaking arm off. And, they maybe, and they'd save my other one just for a freaking play with my freaking self. And then I'd eat that freaking arm. I'd cook it over a freaking hobo freaking fire uh, made out of a freaking old tin trash can. And geez always down on my knees. I'd share it with no one except freaking maybe Sandy the same man, Farkas. What? That was food. Anyone else want to jump in for food? What would you do during another Great Depression, Tadia Risher? Well, um, I'd imagine that even with, you know, the crisis being what it is, fast foods would probably remain open. And it might be that freaking Burger King story, but I'd probably head over to Burger King and get some freaking cheesy jalapeno bites. Would you double down? Yeah, I'd double down. I'd put it on a freaking Whopper. I have it my way. Yeah, you can get the four piece for only one thirty nine. Or double down on a box of eight for like two seventy nine. Yeah. So, or yeah. you could just add it right right to your Whopper if you if you ask for it. You'll they'll add it right to your Whopper. That's that's what I'd do. I'd get some freaking I'd get some freaking soup. What what kind of soup would you get? Anything. Any kind. Well, the thing yeah. about it is you don't need to freaking get soup in a freaking can. You can just at the beginning that and maybe Doug doesn't freaking know this. Beginning of freaking soup is always freaking water. It's either freaking water, or freaking milk, and or or I'm being freaking honest with you, freaking milk and water. So you don't need to waste your time on the freaking soup can because mo- a lot of people don't freaking know is that what you're, what you're mainly paying for when you get a can of soup is the freaking aluminum. Um, and that's and that's some not something that anybody needs to be freaking paying for. It's a couple no. of, a couple of cents here and there, maybe not a big whole big deal to some freaking people. Uh, freaking freaking Doug living in his freaking cushy little freaking mansion uh, up on the freaking up on the freaking hill. But for some of us, we don't need to be freaking tossing freaking pennies and nickels and cents at a freaking can of freaking soup when you can just make when you can freaking put it, um, when all you need to do is start make some water freaking hot and put whatever you want in there. Yep, that's a good point. So number two on the eight category systems analysis, shelter. So, geez louise, down on my knees, I assume that when this freaking hits, I'm going to be living in a hobo village. That's where I envision myself. And I'm going to be only having one freaking arm because the other one got eaten by me. And geez louise, down on my knees, we'll be having campfire freaking stories and somebody will be there playing the harmonica, probably Mike Doug freaking Jordan. And geez louise, down on my knees, it's a freaking rap freaking scallion good freaking old time. And somebody's going to have a freaking all of their freaking clothes. Well... Well, I'll leave that later. I was about to go into it, but geez louise. These hobo villages were a place where stories and jokes and tales of good times and tales of freaking bad times were told around a freaking campfire with a bottle of freaking brown Sandy Farkas. And then there was freaking anonymous sex happening in the freaking hobo little structure, Tadia freaking Risher. And harmonicas were encouraged, Doug Jordan. And playing with yourself was too, freaking Taylor, the same man, freaking Lofton. So, geez louise, down on my knees, that's what I would do for freaking shelter. Anybody have uh, anything to uh, addition to freaking shelter? That sounds like a freaking dream. Yeah. So, let's go on to number three, clothing. Freaking Tadia freaking Risher. Yeah. Well, everybody knows cloth is going to be in high demand during the Great Freaking Depression Part 2. And you're going to need it for blankets. You're going to need it for uh, your little stick and bindles uh, to carry around all your freaking hilarious harmonicas and various soups. So what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to ration out all your freaking clothing. That's why I recommend that you start going to freaking tiny little loincloths that barely cover your freaking Johnson and don't even freaking cover your butt at all. So everybody's just going to be walking around with just the freaking front part of a loincloth and a little tiny rope that goes around their waist. And you think that's going to be, you think that's going to be hot, but you got to remember freaking people like Jonah Hill are going to be walking around in a loincloth and it's not, it's not going to be all great, but you know what? We'll have a good time. 
And I, I'd like to uh, note real uh, briefly that I, I, I heard you mention the little rope uh, that you used to tie around to tie your freaking loincloth around uh, your freaking to cover your freaking. Yeah, and I think that that's a great freaking idea because when you're when you're freaking caught in a freaking pinch, you can use that that freaking rope can freaking double down as a freaking as a means of to an end uh, if you know what I freaking mean. Uh, go ahead and find yourself a nice little freaking hobo den with a freaking nice little closet in it, and you go ahead and tie that baby around your freaking neck, pull your freaking loincloth and down around your ankles, and you freaking go into that freaking cold dark night. Yeah. Go the way of the freaking dodo, playing with yourself all the way. Jeez Louise, down to my knees, absolutely hilarious. The one thing that I would freaking add is those freaking hilarious freaking gloves without freaking fingers on them. And I would have one pair that I would use to wipe my freaking bottom because I wouldn't have a freaking right arm because it was cut off for stealing freaking bread. And the other one would go on my freaking right hand. And it would provide no warmth, but it would be a freaking status symbol. Saying, yeah, you're digging at the bottom of the freaking barrel, but look around you. So is everybody. They're right there with you. We're all eating squirrel and freaking barbecue, barbecue baked squirrel, Doug Jordan. Absolutely freaking delicious. Number four, toilet. Doug Jordan, this is you. Uh, yeah. So, uh, for the toilet, when you go to the bathroom, you probably just don't want to flush as much because, uh, it would waste more water. So, Doug, do you imagine that we have a running toilet in this freaking hobo village that we're all freaking env- envisioning? I mean, I wasn't envisioning that I would be in the in the hobo village. I, I have a house and I paid it off, so no, no, I, no, 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 I can no, just no, stay no. there. Not anymore, not anymore. No, we have moved on to the the, the great hobo vi- village where we all live together and we still do the freaking radio show and we have freaking squirrel barbecues. So describe where we would end up going to the bathroom because in my mind, well, I don't want to steal the segment from you, so just take it. Where would we go to the bathroom in the village? And if your freaking segment continues to go in the unfortunate direction that it's been going in, uh, we'll have no choice but to steal the segment. I mean, you're going to do that anyways. The toilet is a freaking hole in the ground that we dig. um, And once a week, we freaking decide the the person that we like the freaking least or who's annoyed us the most at the freaking hobo village is the one who has to go down in there and freaking clean it all up. Uh, And then when I say a little hole in the ground, I don't mean a teeny tiny little hole. I mean one that you could, uh, someone like freaking me would be absolutely complete submerged in. Or Little Larry. Or Little Larry would drown in the freaking thing. We'd send Little Larry down there to clean it up and we'd never, and he'd never come back up for air. Yeah, absolutely. Because I don't even know. I don't even, yeah. I mean, he's freaking teeny tiny little man and who knows if we can freaking swim. So why uh, why would we clean it up? Why wouldn't we just bury it and then dig a new hole? It's unsanitary. Because we do that once a week. Yeah, yeah. We, we pull all the freaking feces out. We use it to freaking plant our freaking crops to lure the freaking squirrels, which we then freaking murder and bash to bits. Freaking roast them on an open freaking fire like they're like freaking chestnuts at Christmas time. And I'm sorry, what was your freaking question? Uh, Doug, have you, you ever had barbecue baked squirrel? No. Well, I've, had, I've had baked beans, though. Me neither. And who knows Obviously. if it, it could give you freaking diarrhea. Yeah. And that's that's 99% of what we're eating other than a little bit of soup. And 99% of what I'm envisioning is freaking diarrhea, this freaking hobo village, let me tell you that. And so those that hole is going to fill up fast, so it needs to be a big one. Otherwise, it'll turn into quicksand. The whole freaking village will go down. Imagine little freaking Larry wakes up in the middle of the freaking night, crawls out of his little clock, is walking to go to the bathroom, and steps in one of these holes that you freaking envisioned, Doug Jordan, that aren't deep enough, that have turned into freaking diarrhea quicksand, and geez louise down on my knees, now he's stuck, and everybody's asleep, the freaking bonfire has died down, and he is sinking, and he's up to his freaking eyes, and he's sinking, squirming, and the faster he squirms, the faster he sinks. Is that something you want for little freaking clock living Larry? And the only freaking noise that he makes are those loud, guttural, deep growls. So we all come out with freaking spears and we start stabbing at him while he's going under the freaking diarrhea, freaking quicksand. Do you want that on your freaking conscience, freaking Doug? And we stabbing at him because we think he's a, we think he's a bunch of trapped squirrels that we just caught. Well, how, why is he still living in the clock in this scenario? Because we keep the clock, Doug. It's his. We have to. It's his freaking home. Yeah. It's one less freaking teepee that we have to freaking build. Yeah. Category number five, cars and motorcycles. Sandy the Sandman freaking Fargus. The only freaking the only freaking car or motorcycle I can freaking see making it through this is, yep, you freaking dressed it. 
my freaking old retired freaking golf cart, which, by the yep. way, has been freaking MIA for quite some freaking time. But if you ever seen freaking a Mad Max, freaking Mad freaking Max, freaking Beyond Thunderdome, which is the one with a little freaking controls a giant freaking, um, well, basically, imagine freaking Little Larry on top of Arnold uh, is a good way to to uh, to describe the character of freaking Master Blaster from freaking Mad Max Beyond freaking Thunderdome. Yeah. What? And so, so that that'll be the motorcycles. Arnold will be our motorcycle. Uh, you know what? I was I was beginning to talk about my golf cart and 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 rigging it up with you know blades and 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 blades and guns on the side, and then I got all wrapped up and freaking freaking about thinking about Arnold and freaking little Larry on top of him. Yeah, maybe freaking Larry's a freaking motorcycle. Maybe freaking Arnold is our is our freaking motorcycle. I'm sorry, I'm freaking drunk. Absolutely freaking hilarious. Number six is sports. Sandy the Sandman Farkas, keep going. Uh, sports. This is a freaking obvious one. Uh, freaking the and uh, the freaking Native Americans played freaking lacrosse, but they played it with the freaking seven uh, severed freaking heads of their freaking fallen foes. Yeah. So imagine freaking once freaking Doug Jordan freaking causes little Larry to freaking die, and we freaking chop his head off because we freaking like little Larry more than he him, him. And and plus he keeps sneaking into our freaking squirrel patch and having sex with all of them. We chop his freaking head off and we play and we freaking play lacrosse with it. Absolutely freaking hilarious. Tadia Risher, geography. Um, yeah, uh, pretty much everything is going to stay the same, except that the states are going to split off into their own freaking separate country. So you're going to have freaking New York is its own state. Uh, Seattle is its own freaking state. Canada is its own freaking state. And basically, we're just going to have to keep fighting freaking wars over who has the most squirrels. And if they freaking so if freaking pennsylvania is down below freaking new york collecting more squirrels we have no choice but to freaking invade pennsylvania yeah and so so you know you're gonna see all these states decimated and you know by the end of it there's only gonna be 25 states but they're all gonna be double their their freaking size and down about 90 percent of the squirrel population yeah yeah squirrels actually that's a crazy thing is that squirrels really make up a large part of the economy in this great depression part two so, geez louise, down my knees. And the last one being eight being miscellaneous, and everybody knows that means sex. And I'm just going to go ahead and say it because we all know it. In this situation, there are no freaking women left. They have all packed up and moved on. And geez louise, down on my knees, I hate to say it, but we're all going to be having sex with having sex with each other. It was going to be a hobo freaking sex romp, and it's going to be much like Tadia Risher experienced at the YMCA. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to be that unusual, and you, you, and if you're not freaking playing with yourself, you're having sex with one of your buddies in a hobo camp, yeah, and maybe a tent or maybe some sort of bum shelter of some kind, and it can be either beautiful. W- yeah. Um. Either way. Um. Yeah. All's all's well that ends well as far as that's freaking concerned. Yeah. Weakers, tweakers, thrill seekers. This has been another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking Our Week in Review. Jeez Louise, down on my knees. We love you so freaking much. We're so freaking hot and. F- for you. Stay safe out there and we'll see you freaking next week. Absolutely freaking hilarious. This was a great freaking episode. And Sandy the same man freaking Fargus. What are you going, what is your freaking plan with getting, returning freaking little Larry to once he came? Oh boy, haven't freaking thought much of that. Um, I guess... I mean, is that something that we feel like maybe we have to freaking do? I mean, Doug, how do you feel? How do you feel about freaking? How do you feel about Little Larry? How, what, what, what are your? What are we? What are your? What are your? What are your? What are your? Uh, what, are your what are your thoughts? Are you gonna do thinking about maybe adopting him as your son? Yeah, uh, he probably needs to go back. He's probably they're they're looking for him. Mrs. Wow, Wash Basher and Mrs. Whatever probably won't. Problem, back. problem, freaking is, Doug. If we freaking bring them back, they're gonna know that we that, that we were the ones that took the freaking clock, Doug. It's true. We don't we don't have to bring the clock back. Well, it but sounds they know like he plays the clock, Doug. And if, and if and if little Larry freaking goes missing, the clock goes missing. Then all of a sudden, we freaking drop little Larry off in a freaking box or a freaking baby carriage outside the freaking door. They're probably gonna know that we were the ones that freaking did it. It kind of well, sounds like Larry's not going anywhere without that freaking clock anyway. It sounds like he loves that clock. Yeah, I get the feeling the clock is his freaking boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs>